Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Again, we'd like to welcome everybody back to the Footballers Family Podcast. Today, we're going to uh, wrap up the week of Super Bowl uh, previews and reviews and all that stuff. I didn't do one yesterday, but uh, I wanted to do one today for a couple of reasons. Number one, I wanted to give you my prediction for the Super Bowl. Uh, And I think... I've been wrong pretty much from the very beginning of the season until now. I picked the Bills to win, but I think I, I have it. I have it figured out. I think. Well, I'll give you that in just a second. But number two, I want to look at the coaches, and I did a little research. I'm looking at it right now, and it's amazing the coaches that coached the Super Bowl. There's been. 56 Super Bowls, 57 uh, uh, coming up Sunday. And the number of coaches that have coached the Super Bowl and have lost, just amazing how many coaches have lost the Super Bowl. We, we are very much aware of the coaches who have won Super Bowls, but we don't always think about the coaches that have lost. So we're going to look at that today and just give you – I'm going to run down a list of just some notable names that you may have not even thought about who have lost – Super Bowls and multiple Super Bowls. But number one, I want to give you my guess, my prediction for the Super Bowl this week. I predict the the Eagles to win 27 to 10 over the Chiefs, um, which if you were to go ahead and write that down for a guess, go ahead and write down that that's probably wrong. But I predict the Eagles to win 27-10. I predict uh, Jalen Hurts to be the Super Bowl MVP. And that's that's the way it is. Now, part of why I did that is I just think this, the Eagles are insanely good this year, and I think their defense is uh, overlooked. I think they're going to dominate the Chiefs, who are – I think the Chiefs are going to be the team of the 2020s. Uh, I don't know if there's another team that's going to be as good as the Chiefs for the next couple, three years, uh, but I don't think they're going to win Sunday. Now, that being said, it's not that big of a deal to me if the Chiefs end up winning. Neither one of them uh, are are my favorite teams. But for you out there, maybe you are a Chiefs fan or are an Eagles fan. And, you know, you you have your own decision. My my thing is, I want to see A.J. Brown win a Super Bowl. That that kid is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Devontae Smith, golly, how that wide receiver room has to be – the best in the league right now. I just want to see my guy, A.J. Brown, win a Super Bowl. And I really wish he would have won a Super Bowl with the Titans, but that's okay. He deserves it. He deserves to win a Super Bowl. Um, That's something I think, you know, when we look on Sunday, enjoy the game. Enjoy the game. Uh, People in Philadelphia, are they going to grease the poles again so you won't climb the poles? And people in Kansas City, if you win – if, if Kansas City wins Sunday, and again, there's a good chance they will, 
Uh, do you put Patrick Mahomes at his place in his, this his career right now? Do you put him in the same ballpark in the Super Bowl era as the Tom Brady? I know that'd be two Super Bowls compared to seven. But do you put him as entering that ballpark? Obviously, he'll be the same as Ben Roethlisberger. He'll be the same. He'll be more than Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Can you believe that? Uh, he will be up there with Eli Manning and Peyton Manning. I know their numbers are are not the same, and obviously they're not the same because he just really started out. He's not been playing for very long. But do you put him in that level? I mean, just think about that. If Patrick Mahomes wins Sunday, you know, it's Chiefs winning, but if Patrick Mahomes quarterback, do you put him or start to put him in that same area in terms of greatness like a Tom Brady? You know, he'll have more Super Bowls than Phil Sims, Jeff Hostetler. He will he will be one away from uh, Troy Aikman. Do you put him in that area? He will have more Super Bowls. Uh, well, he'll have as many Super Bowls as John Elway did. And he'll have more than Kurt Warner. There's a lot to be said about that. But just, just some thoughts. Um, just some thoughts about that. So just let me know in the comments uh, who you pick. Message me at Jeremy underscore McFarland, and we'll go from there. But I want to look for just a second at uh, the Super Bowl losing coaches. And of course, we're very familiar with the winners, and that's fine. But there are some names here that when I was thinking – it didn't dawn on me how many Super Bowls that these greats have lost. This one in particular blew me away. Um, Don Shula. We're very familiar with him winning two with the Dolphins. But did you know that Don Shula lost four Super Bowls? I, when I was thinking back, I guess it didn't dawn on me that he lost that many. He lost three with the uh with the Miami Dolphins but he also lost Super Bowl 3 with the Baltimore Colts that's what I was thinking of but I forgot that he was coaching the Dolphins the three and you want to I want you to think about this for a second this guy went to six Super Bowls and we remember him for the 72 Dolphins really is what he's remembered most often being probably uh well, in terms of wins, he's the greatest coach, but probably the second greatest coach behind Bill Belichick. But he lost four Super Bowls. Now, when you think about that, you say, well, he made it to, to, to six Super Bowls. Yes. That's insanely hard to do. But when it comes down to it, four Super Bowl losses, that's got to be rough on the guy. Speaking of four Super Bowl losses, uh, Bud Grant. Bud Grant. Now, Bud Grant is one of those guys that I think we don't really hear a lot about. Uh, Bud Grant, I'll scroll down here and look at his career uh, win-loss. Listen to this. In his career at coaching, and he coached for a number of years um, in the NFL, and he coached in the CFL. He had 102 and 56 uh, win-loss record. But then the NFL from 67, where he stopped in uh, in eight, he stopped coaching for a little bit and then came back. Um, he coached, he had 158 wins and 96 losses. 
with a 62, uh, 0.622 winning percentage. He won the NFC Central. I'm going to count this down. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 times. This is the guy that really started uh, the dominance. He's, he, he coached the, the Vikings through the 70s. He gave them the purple people eater. Uh, he gave them that ability to be that great of a defense. Bud Grant was a guy that, again, is overlooked because he lost four Super Bowls. You think a coach that loses four Super Bowls, he's not that good. But yet when you think about it, winning that many games and going to four Super Bowls with two different starting quarterbacks, we uh, we typically think of Fran Tarkington, but uh, there was another one involved with that too. Bud Grant was a great coach that often gets overlooked simply because he had four Super Bowl losses. Speaking of four Super Bowl losses, and this is what I want you to think about today as well. Uh, how great Dan Reeves was. Now, if you look up Dan Reeves, you're going to probably find the Los Angeles Rams, or he was a Cleveland Rams, but also the Los Angeles Rams owner. But this is the coach. This is a guy who played for several years in the NFL and then went to coach. He started coaching the Broncos, the Denver Broncos, in 1981. Okay, 1981, he ended up coaching the Broncos, then the Giants, then the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, He lost four Super Bowls. I want to tell you, going to four Super Bowls, he, he lost against the Giants, you know, the 49ers, the Broncos, and uh, the Redskins. Now, why don't you take just for a second. He took the Broncos to the Super Bowl three times. Now, I have rosy remembrances. You know, you, you look back and nostalgia makes you look back and think how great the past was. And it really does. If you ever watch shows that you like growing up now, it probably wouldn't ring, ring true. Okay, what probably wouldn't ring true as, as great anymore. You think this is not that good. I have great remembrances of the Broncos team in, in, in 86 and then 87, 90, that sort of that sort of years. Um, those teams were not that good overall. John Elway masked a lot of their failures. He really did. Uh Dan Reeves took them to three Super Bowls in the Broncos for his for his time at the Broncos. He had a .601 winning percentage, which is pretty good. 110 wins, 73 losses. The the time his time with the Giants and the Falcons pretty much ruined his chances for the Pro Football Hall of Fame because he didn't do so hot. But even then, he took his Falcons. The Falcons that he coached in 1998 to the Super Bowl. They beat probably the best offense that you'll ever see in NFL history. They beat the 98 Vikings due to a missed field goal in, in the playoff game. In that year, they were 14 and 2. Now, if you remember that that NFC championship game, the Super Bowl that would happen later on against his former team, the Broncos, Dan Reeves lost pretty big. It wasn't much of a game. I would have loved to have seen the Vikings go up against that Broncos. It would have been a better game. 
Uh, but if you remember at the end of the game when they're giving out the trophies, Jamal Anderson, who was an underrated running back, got Dan Reeves to do the Dirty Bird. Uh, he has about as much skill dancing as I do, which is not any. Uh, but he took his team 14-2 and two and was just given a, uh, a team that was not that good, and he took them to the Super Bowl. And they had adequate in every place, but they weren't that good. So Dan Reeves is one of those guys, I think, if you think about it, uh, he is often overlooked as a great uh, coach. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think his time with the Falcons and his time with the uh, Giants messed up his career. But then again, uh, speaking of Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame voters finally did it right. Ken Riley is in the Hall of Fame. He was inducted yesterday, or he was voted in yesterday. Thank you. Thank you, Hall of Fame voters, for looking at his career and saying that he deserves what he should have been in several years ago. Uh, but I'm very happy to say that Ken Riley is now in the Hall of Fame. That is so awesome. So awesome. Most people, let's go back to what we're talking about. Most people remember Marv Levy as losing four Super Bowls in a row. Marv Levy, let's look at his record as, as a coach. Um, and I didn't realize this uh, mainly because I'm not uh, – I don't know too much about Canadian football. That's my fault. He was a Canadian football coach uh, for several years, from 73 to um, 82. Or excuse me, from 73 to 77. And he did okay. But he started coaching, and he coached for several years before he went to Buffalo. Once he made it to Buffalo from 86 to 97, he compiled 112 wins and 70 losses with a six with a 0.615 winning percentage, which isn't bad, which isn't bad at all. Um, overall record was not that great concerning wins and losses, but most people remember him for taking his Buffalo Bills to four straight Super Bowls. Now, I would say this. If the kick wasn't wide right, in my opinion, and they beat the Giants, the next year they would have beaten the Redskins. I don't think they would have beaten the Cowboys either years. But I think one missed kick causes a ripple effect that affected them for about four years in a row. And even now, with the team that Buffalo has, people still remember that wide right. And they will still remember that wide right till Josh Allen wins them a Super Bowl, which I feel could happen any year now. Um, quickly, I want to look at a couple more. And uh, just going down the list, Bill Belichick and Andy Reid have lost multiple Super Bowls. Bill Belichick has lost three. He lost one. Uh, he lost two, of course, against the Giants. He also lost one against the Eagles, the same Eagles that go up this coming Sunday. Andy Reid has lost two. Now, again, if he wins this coming Sunday as the coach, to me, Andy Reid will be is going to be in the Hall of Fame because of his overall overall record. Um, 
his time in Philadelphia, he was 130 and 93. His time at at Kansas City up until the 2022 season, he's 117 and 45. 247 wins, 138 losses. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. But if he wins another Super Bowl, he will be put in the same boat as, as you know, a Jimmy Johnson, a Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells has lost the Super Bowl. Bill Cower has lost the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Gibbs won three. Bill Washers won three. Um, he'll be put in there with the Tom Flores and 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 things like that. Uh, if he wins that, would you put him as as a Hall of Famer? Well, I think even if he doesn't win, he will be a, a Hall of Famer. I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. Um, but I want to look at John Fox. This is the last one I want to look at. John Fox has lost two Super Bowls. How many of you, when you think about Mike Homer has lost two Super Bowls too, by the way, but how many of you, when you think about coaches who have brought multiple teams to the Super Bowl, thought of John Fox. He took the Carolina Panthers with Jake DeLone into the game against the New England Patriots and nearly won. They lost on a field goal, 32 to 29. And I remember that game. And John Fox was the coach. A few years later, say a few years later, about 10 years later, he was coaching the Denver Broncos and took them to play Seattle. That wasn't close at all. That was a 43 to 8 game. That game was over pretty much after the first snap to Peyton Manning. But John Fox has lost two Super Bowls. Here's, here's the point, I guess, to this. Just looking at all these people who have lost Super Bowl, multiple Super Bowls. Uh, when people say it's, you know, at least you made it. Yeah, that's true. At least you made it. But boy, I tell you what, if you're a coach who have lost that many Super Bowls, how what would you what would be going through your head right now? What would be going through your head? And how would you be motivated for your next year? How much motivation would you have for your next year to erase that bad feeling? Now I want to make an application to to that. You may go through some hard times and you may experience extreme letdown. Don't let that letdown uh, influence you to just stop doing and to just give up. You know, you think about you, you think about Marv Levy. Three years in a row. You know, four overall, but after losing that one Super Bowl, he got his team back to the Super Bowl three times in a row. After that, they didn't give up. Of course, they didn't win, but they still didn't get up. Give up. He's in the Hall of Fame. Thurman Thomas is in the Hall of Fame. Bruce Smith is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, Jim Kelly's in the Hall of Fame. Andre Reed's in the Hall of Fame. You know, James Lofton is in the Hall of Fame. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep fighting because you never know when that victory is going to happen. You never know. You absolutely never know. Uh, you know, if you think about it, Andy Reid could have given up. He ended up winning the Super Bowl. 
many, many times that could happen. You never know when it's going to be your time. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the Super Bowl this year. And uh, we'll be back the next time on the Football's Family Podcast. And we have a new sponsor here at the Footballers Family Podcast. It's Manscaped. Support for the Footballers Family Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code FAMILY at manscaped.com. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver, Revival Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and it also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precision shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Now you thought that was good, but wait till you take your grooming game to another level. The Performance Package 4.0 includes the Weed Whacker nose and hair, ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary safe skin technology, which help reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The crop preserver below the waist deodorant and the crop reviver below the waist toner will change the way you approach your daily hygiene. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code FAMILY. That's get 20% off and free shipping with code family at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool with Manscaped. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the football history dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? 
I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.